Welcome to the Ashenden Anemometer as at the 23rd of May 2020. Are you all sitting comfortably? I hope you've stopped huddling around your media importing device of choice for most of the day and gotten out into the sweltering sunshine that has been stamping suntans on us. Good. Just adjust that sunshade and settle down. Here we go. The maximum gust that blew our way this month, but a gentle zephyr of 40.1 miles per hour. Huh, hardly worth a mention. Uh, that's when compared with our historic past gusts of 70 miles per hour. But its persistence once again showered the churchyard and lanes with old crumbly twigs. The youthful greening leaves clung on though. However, it's put preparation of our hanging baskets on pause as I speak. The rain gauge temporarily showed showers of 0.3 inches. Uh, 7.5 millimetres near as damn it. Oh, um, NADs, NADs. An internationally recognised measurement not to be confused with NANADs. That's double N-A-D-S. Uh, they're used when converting one currency to another uh, at an airport. Oh, for the uninitiated, that's nowhere near as damn it. The initial reaction of the insect population, lockdown lacking, was to eschew any social distances and dive straight in the rain gauge. Regrettably, the gauge now showing empty, which registers as zero on any scale you might choose to mention, except the Trumpian scale of efficacy, where it rates as incredibly effective. Hmm. I think the last two words in that sentence have the in prefix wrongly placed. But in Trumpian terms, they both mean the same thing. Got it? Hopefully not. Sadly, the recorded fatalities in class hexapoda was 100%. This is all to do with not being precipitous and looking before you leap. I'll add, out of lockdown. And we can apply that to genus Homo and maybe leave the sapiens bit out till we observe obtuse obstinacy in the obits. Enough said. Once more, I digress and need to steer you back to matters meteorological. Uh, let's have a look at this month's other scientific measurements. Uh, the, the Fitzroy storm glass. It's been clear except for very occasional single vertical outcrops, once again mimicking the rare contrails, reminding us of how the skies are now lacking of the 40 tonnes of fuel thrown out by each and every jetliner as it leaves the terminal and climbs to its cruising height in its first 10 minutes aloft. Ashenden's very own pollution monitor is hanging on the back door. I can see it as I type here. Sniffing our garden air, registering low levels for most hours until, uh, well, 4pm on Tuesday. Uh, it's difficult to beat a barbecued steak. And I'll be giving it another particle measuring 10 spike about 5pm today. Otherwise... The actual measurement is 46 AQIs for most of the day, or simply moderate.
Hectorization is very variable. Vegans, look away now. From a peak of three rabbits down to one most days, his practice feline look of total innocence is accompanied by a series singular of Bengal mules. That sort of thing. Roughly translated as, I know you're having difficulty with the Waitrose delivery, try this. So here's this month's summary. Maximum gust, 40.1 miles per hour, modest. Maybe I should also record death data. Beaufort scale, four. Perhaps I'm being generous, I'll leaf that with you. Fitzroy Stormglass, mostly clear, but for a streak. It's obviously a con. Rain gauge, three tenths of an inch. And falling, fatalities followed. Hectorization, eight. Online deliveries cannot compete. Flow pollutionometer, 46. Modest monitoring moments. Alliterations, 10 totaled, or 11 elevated even. Decide diligently. Testing text tripled, tiptoe, blah, blah, blah. Oh dear. Tripped up by my own petard. Let me try that again. Testing text triplets, tiptoe, terpsichorately, threatening Phillips's throat. <laughs> uh, questionable quintets querulate queasily. Enough already! And you thought you were having trouble being at home. By the way, this is the first month a new Full House suite of readings has been recorded. I will celebrate later. Now, time for meteorological miscellany. And if you are paying attention to, to your double dose of meteors and noctilucent clouds last month. Oh, by the way, you can see some at the moment. Uh, not right now, but at night, you know what I mean. Pay attention. Uh, you will recognise that we are now at O, and O is for Omega. No, no, stop shouting at the back there. Not the fishy varieties with the three suffix. And to preempt you, nor the Swiss ultimate wrist bling either. This is something completely different. Omega, a term used to describe vertical motion in the atmosphere. The omega equation used in numerical weather models is composed of two terms, the differential vorticity advection term and the thickness advection term. Oh, that was a bit more simple. Uh, put more simply, omega is determined by the amount of spin or large scale rotation and warm or cold advection present in the atmosphere. On a weather forecast chart, high values of omega, or a strong omega field, relate to upward vertical motion in the atmosphere. If this upward vertical motion is strong enough and in a sufficiently moist air mass, precipitation results. Not many people know that. And who dares say we are not value for money at the AA? Ah, ah, I might have expected that. You again. Please sit back down and see if you can't double up on that mask. 
Better still, treble up and continue to improve on your social distancing. The Outer Hebrides will be a perfect place to practice semaphore. Oh, sorry if I appear tatchy, but I'm anxious to celebrate my earlier full house achievement and intend to pour an eclectic, hogotten shandy in self-appreciation and perhaps uh, enjoy a packet of those deep ridged crisps. Yes, here at the AA's headquarter, we really know how to live. Now, that's all from me, Richard Phillips, at 158 metres above sea level. Slightly higher, in fact, as I raise up my glass to so many unsung heroes helping high-risk hideaways like us or me. Cheers. Bye for now. <laughs>